0: Climate.
1: And what we can do about it all.
0: Welcome to our 189th program of Think Again, a program of Borderlands Cooperative, which has been working for social change for about 25 years now. I'm Jennifer Burrell, your host today. Jacques won't be joining us this time, but I have the great pleasure of interviewing Elias (laughs) Diacolabrianos. Elias is a coordinator of Greek programs at Community Radio Station Three Double Z, and a Triple me- Z. I thought you said Triple Z. <laughs> we start.
1: We started with Three zz Z, but then now we have Three Triple oh, Z.
0: Oh, you promoted yourselves to an extra Z. Okay. And <laughs> That's right. And Elias is a member of the Three Triple Z Council. Yep. He also hosted a program at Three CR for twenty years. I met Elias at a short course on making oral history podcasts recently with uh, the wonderful Elaine Rabbit from Broom, and I thought it would be great for listeners to hear Elias's story of migration, community action, and community radio. So, welcome to the program, Elias.
1: Jennifer, thank you, thank you very much for inviting me and uh, uh, coming back. Brings memories (laughs) to the studio of 3CR uh, after so many years, yes.
0: Which we'll we'll want to hear more about. Yes. It's a great pleasure to have you here, and I'm sure it will be a pleasure for our listeners too. Thank you. So firstly, Elias, can you tell us a bit about your life growing up before you came to Australia, just to get a bit of a a feel of where you come from? Okay,
1: so um, I came to Australia in 1972, Mm -hmm. uh, and I was 18 at the time. And uh, I grew up in a village in the island of Rhodes in Greece um, in, um, you know, 50s uh, uh, and 60s. And um, I had a, a very ordinary village life. Like uh, I think uh, f- 50s and 60s, life in a village was how it was for hundreds of years before. Mm. Um, there was no mechanization, so... You know, my father had a a cow uh, and he used it to plow the fields and uh, pull the, the plow to plow the, the, the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, peasant farmer uh, family, so uh, the biggest landowner in the village was the church. So we needed to rent uh, the field and then uh, grow uh, vegetables mm-hmm. and then hop in to sell them and get some money to pay off the debt that you occurred during the year. So you go to the milk bar or to the uh, thing to buy your whatever you want to buy to eat. And uh, you keep track of how many expenses. And then once you sell your produce, you go back and you deposit mm-hmm. the money to the shop that you bought your uh, things during the year. Oh,
0: that's interesting because it's a trust system because everyone knew each other.
1: Yes, of course. And you, you couldn't going go anywhere. That's <laughs> no, right. You couldn't go anywhere, and and also the fact that, um, um, but everyone was like that. Like, mm. apart from four or five families in the village, everyone else was on the same boat mm. and uh, um very weather dependent. So if uh, the weather was bad and uh, the tomatoes or whatever we used to produce didn't come through, then that's it. You mm. you, you spend money. To cultivate them and then you didn't get anything in return and you owe the uh, owner of the shop in the, in the, in the, in the grocery shop uh, double the amount of money for next time. So mm-hmm. it was really very difficult uh, yeah. for everyone in the village to yeah. live. But everyone, everyone was like that at the yeah. end and I yeah. don't think we noticed it earlier on when we were kids.
0: I think you did tell me you felt like you had a happy childhood.
1: V- very happy childhood because yeah. like we didn't have much, but no one else did. So we never compared ourselves to anyone else. Mm. And, and we were happy and um, helping, you know, we had to help our parents, you know, so you got to school, but after school, you had to look after the animals, mm-hmm. and the chickens, the goats, the whatever, or else, you know, you wouldn't mm. be able to live. Yeah.
0: And you spent a lot of time outdoors, obviously.
1: Yeah, that's right. Outdoors. We used to uh, get old clothes and Wrap them to, uh, uh, as a ball and use that as a ball to play out <laughs> in the fields. You know, and what, we what else
0: do children need Something to kick around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's So, it. and I think you've also mentioned to me that um, there was a lot of polit- uh, your household was political. You talked about yes. politics, over yes. you know. So, can you tell us a bit about that and you yeah. know the the context at the time? Well, uh,
1: uh, of, of course, because of the poverty, um, uh, people were political by they wanted it or not. Like if um, uh, you couldn't sell your tomatoes or your potatoes, okay, because there was a glut in the market, then you can't do anything about it, but Mm. you can't get any money back. Mm. And that was um, a, a point of contention when my father was involved in the community politics to say, well, you know, why... It doesn't the, the government say we want a hundred kilos of something and therefore we will know that we can't go beyond that and I want a hundred kilos of something else and that way whatever I produce I'm going to sell it. Mm. Don't forget at the time they had something to compare it with. Mm. The Soviet Union existed. That was the messages that were coming through that it wow. was a controlled economy and and therefore people used to say, "Well, we need a better system than the one that we have mm-hmm. and He was involved in politics, he was supporter of the communist party, mm-hmm. and one of the problems uh, that I had to face later on because when um, uh, I everyone was living in the 50s and 60s uh, to go overseas, like Germany, uh, uh, America, Latin America, Australia. Everyone after the 50s couldn't leave and they started migration and chain migration.
0: Just because the system wasn't viable? or wasn't
1: No, no the, you couldn't. I mean, families were big. My yeah. father's family was 11 people and my oh, mother's oh, wow. family, nine people. So you, you just couldn't feed so many months at the time. So a lot of people used to migrate. and But my father couldn't because to get a permit to live to go to Germany because I wanted to go to Italy to study and Mm -hmm. for him to go to Germany and work with my mother, that was the normal thing from my village at the time. But he was said uh, we are not going to give you a permit to leave or a passport to live unless you sign a declaration that I'm not a communist, that I was uh, mm. cheated to be a communist or whatever it is yeah. and denounce your, your political allegiances mm. and of course uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want so, him so to do that. So that's
0: how you came to Australia because you couldn't go to Italy because that's of the that's politics right. that's of your family. We should also mention I guess for people who don't know that there was a military junta in power from 67 <laughs> to 74. That's
1: right so that might be Things even worse because people who were ideologically against them uh, really were harassed. My father was harassed to no end. Mm. Every day, every week, something they would find something to call him to go to the police station and and give a report about this or that or whatever. So it yeah. was really very difficult. Yeah. And uh, so uh, no
0: wonder you yeah, no wonder your. You were so politicised with that sort of upbringing as well. There's sort of the the simple, idyllic, yeah. hard-working childhood, yeah. but also this political backdrop going on and the politicisation that happened yes. uh, within ordinary families. So then you came to Australia. We better keep moving yeah, cause yeah. you have a very interesting life, Elias. Um So then you came to Australia when you were 18. So can you tell me just a little bit about... Um, it must have been very strange landing on on these shores, yes. and what it was like coming here, and and how you found your way to what was then three double Z without the promotion of the extra Z at that time. That's right, that's
1: right, Um, that's right. When I came in 1972, so I can claim that it's because of my arrival that we changed the government in Australia. Thank you, thank you, Elias. I don't think you're
0: getting enough
1: recognition for that. No. Um, So in (laughs) 72 when I came, as soon as I arrived, of course I took part in the Vietnam moratorium demonstrations on Burke Street and Chase, whatever police, all of those things. So I got involved in the politics early on. And then, of course, with the Whitlam government, um, things change. Um, multiculturalism started being discussed. It, it wasn't invented by Whitlam, by the way, in the 50s and 60s, uh, the union movement and the Communist Party of Australia was talking about migrant rights. So they just didn't appear all of a sudden. It's just that they were formalized and accepted by the Whitlam government. Because at the time, of course, people started voting. Mm-hmm. So migrants became Australian citizens. All of a sudden, they had a vote, and therefore we should pay attention to some of their needs or else. And and that's exactly what happened. So mm.
0: and, and then how did you find... Three double Z. No,
1: no. Uh, One of the aspects was there was a lot of experimentation at the time. So the ABC, at the time, you couldn't broadcast in languages other than English. Mm -hmm. Anything you said in another language, you had to translate immediately. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, the chairman of the ABC was given two frequencies uh, at the time and for experimentation. And of course, two double J uh, to part in Sydney or was developed in Sydney and 3 double z in Melbourne and an access station of course who didn't have access the unions all the mass organizations left-wing organizations and progressive organizations and migrant communities so we took the opportunity mm-hmm. and and we've got involved and and that's what uh, how I've got involved with 3 double that's
0: fabulous and then you were there for how many years before going to then you
1: were there for Okay so don't forget that 3 double Z was um or rather started in uh, when 1978 okay, okay? Uh, sorry 1975 Five. and then closed in 1978 okay so by by Fraser okay mm. and we didn't have a home mm. so after that all the activists who were involved on 3ZZ, we didn't have a home. So we came to 3CR. 3CR.
0: And how th- were you initially received when, when you approached 3CR? <laughs> nah,
1: even though we were part of the original uh, people who um, asked for a license for a community radio station, 3CR, okay? so the Democritus League and Philip or- and other uh, community organizations, we were affiliates of 3CR, but we were not allowed to broadcast in, in, in Greek, for instance, or in other languages. So they were very conservative at the time, even though progressive, uh, don't forget that at that time the leadership of Sri uh, was uh, from uh, the CPA, Marxist-Leninists, the Maoists. <laughs> and as far as the Maoists was, were concerned, you know, they 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 wanted one language, you know, one class, one you know whatever, and uh, they they didn't want broadcasting other than English, you know. But the union movement. Community organisations. We rallied, and and then um, it, you know, we we have got it at the end. You yeah,
0: know. and so when you first when you came to three um, CR, um, can you tell us about what what differences do you notice about then and now? Starting with maybe so, the technology. Yeah,
1: well, technology has. <laughs> I, I can see behind you a reel to reel Well, yes. that was. The dominant form of uh, tape recording at the time. Okay. And cassette recorders where nowadays, of course, it's everything is digital, mm. you know, USBs and, and hard disks and. It's hard uh, to
0: imagine. So to edit, you would have had to cut reels and paste them all Yes. Cut. Yes. Or that's right. If someone right. said something they shouldn't say, you'd have to cut it out and repaste it.
1: That's it. Yeah. Wow. No, no, that's it. Yeah, that, that was really a, a, literally splicing the tape. Mm. Yeah. So different, completely different at the time.
0: Um, I, I'd like to continue this after break, but maybe we'll go to some music and yep. then we can talk more about other types of changes of as well. Of course. Thank you. Oh, we have oh, Revolution by Nina Simone. Maybe we'll do both, I don't know.
2: Of all the evil it will happen
0: you're listening to Think Again 3CR 855 AM on your dial 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au today we have Elias Diakolabrianos in the studio and he's telling us a bit about his story starting in what in Greece and his journey coming to Australia in 1972 when he was 18 and he's telling us a bit about how his story is intertwined with politics, activism, and community broadcasting. So that's what we're hearing about today, and it's a great pleasure to have Elias here. So, Elias, you've had a ve- evidently had a very long and rich experience of community radio uh, in Melbourne, starting at three zz Z, and then three CR, and later we'll talk about three zzz Triple Z, yes. Uh, in all based in Melbourne, so I'd be really interested in he- um, hearing more about uh, differences that you've seen in broadcasting over time. And you told us a bit about the technology, so yeah, feel free yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. any more about that. But what other differences have you noticed?
1: Really, there are m- more opportunities now to get an interview from anywhere around the world. Okay, we're previously. The phone, landlines, et cetera, but also very expensive and, and, and difficult uh, to organize uh, when, you know, you had to send the letter to somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. <laughs>
1: To ask them to do something or that we the, didn't have internet. And then,
0: then wait them to, for them to send a letter back. A letter back,
1: that's right, that's which, right. Which could yeah. take weeks, yeah, I Yeah, that's right, months. that's right. You can pick up the phone, but also they wanted some up- approval or whatever it is. Um, so, yes, uh, communication methods have changed. Technology has changed, but just looking at the studio here today, okay, it's... That's how studios are you know you 've got a console in front of you, you open the microphones, close the microphones, and you play you put other things on there that hasn 't changed. What changed though is what 's under the desk so previously most of those equipment were analog we're now at digital okay and interface with digital other digital devices, but other than that, really, community radio is still the same
2: mm-hmm. okay
1: so that is it's special interests uh, Community interests, uh, community participation, those things haven't changed and will never change, mm. okay? we provide providing something that others don't, and that is a different point of view. And your program, I heard your program last week about the issue of class. I loved it, you know, because not many people discuss those things in that way nowadays. Mm-hmm. They just see a headline and accept it. Uh, mass media today is more or less the um, Facebooks and the social media. But there is a lot of misinformation. And community radio Mm. is a place where you can have a little bit more depth and a bit more Mm. uh, understanding of what's happening around you. Mm. And for me, that hasn't changed. Um, Also, the fact that you're cooperating with other people and you're dealing with other community organizations. And that's the beauty part of it. Like I remember back in the 3 doubles years, we all realized all of a sudden that we had common interests, like the issue of welfare or the issue of language, for instance. It wasn't only for Greeks. It was the Turks. It was the Lebanese. It was the Chinese. It was everyone, okay? And social issues were also not just us. I mean, we had the police association on 3ZZ supporting us to get community languages in schools, okay? Mm-hmm. Because as a union, they saw the need. The same with the blind people at the time who had a program on 3ZZ. The same with 3CR. We used to have the Palestinian program and we used to support them. And that was a point of contention for a lot, a lot of political uh, um, parties here in Australia, especially uh, because of the, uh, of the situation. Yeah, which of, is still uh, the, going. But, but, Maybe a different yeah.
0: program, but there's still a great Palestinian program on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. So, so
1: the fact that we um, got, come together as interest groups and we exchange information, uh, experience, support each other is where it's it's a it's a meeting place uh, mm. uh, to to coordinate so, those things. So
0: that's a really good endorsement mm. of the role that community radio plays. I think that. It's really heartening to hear that something that was set up with such idealism and with people seeing the need, yeah. that it's it's still fulfilling its role and it's survived all, what, 50, 50 yes. years? Yes, but it
1: also provides a different view of structures. It's more democratic, okay? So everyone has their own community and they go back to that community for endorsement or changes or whatever and support, okay? And then all of those bring come together into the structure of the organisation to try and accommodate those. So how does 3CR or 3 accommodate so many groups at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. They have to split the hours, etc. So there is a, a democratic process mm-hmm. to try and arrive at those. And for me that is community radio. So it also it also gives you some understanding of how things can work in a community cooperative um, um, collective approach. That's
0: a really interesting point because when we were off air before the program, I was asking you about all the different political views in the Greek community and you were saying, yes, there are a lot of different views and uh, your station obviously provides a space where there can be a discussion or a discourse while allowing the space for the different political views, not pretending that everyone's...
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> or or, or
0: any political, one political view uh, dominating. Yeah. So, Elias, you know, my next question. I th- I had a question <laughs> next, which I think you might have already answered it, but I'll see if you want to build on it. And what I was um, going to say is, obviously, you being a great believer in community radio, I was going to ask, what kept you personally uh, motivated and committed. All this time, so I guess you've talked in general terms. Is there anything maybe you can draw from your personal experience that that really um, keeps you motivated and keeps you aware that what you're doing is really valuable?
1: Always, there is a feedback loop in anything you do. Okay, so if you put your finger on in the fire, you are going to pull it back because it's hot. Yes, but it's the same with whatever we're doing today and community radio. If you try uh, and and say something, present a view or whatever, and there is a response from the community, then that pushes you, keeps you going at mm-hmm. the end, and it is that feedback that uh, we're doing something, we're communicating something. You give the opportunity for other people to communicate. Mm. You know, I mean, I like you, I have a lot of people from the community in my programs promoting their work, their cultural work, political work, economic work, whatever it is, social work, at the end. And for me, I'm providing something for the community and the community responds back. And it's that response, really, that keeps me going.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Most broadcast, or if not all broadcasters at 3CR would agree with you on that, because as you know, it's it, we don't have an audience in front of us, nah. so we're talking here, you and me, Yeah. for all we know, there's no one listening and yes. our equipment's right. not working, but we assume it is, You right. and that's what keeps you going, that feedback yes. um, that energises you, so um, for people listening out there, just know that we're... We, we do really appreciate it when we get feedback from you, even if it's suggestions for improvement. Or well, yes, yes,
1: of course, it, it doesn't matter really the feedback, what type of feedback you get, negative or positive. At the end, it is feedback and so, so, sometimes there is no answer. Somebody can ring up and complain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Thrissia it's a partisan radio station, okay? So I'm not going to allow—I don't know—the murder somebody from liberal party to come and tell me, you know, that's uh, whatever, you know, that is class warfare, warfare, you know, the the superannuation changes or whatever it is. Yep. I'm sorry, he's got thousands of other means to promote that view.
0: Yeah. Not here. Which keeps him winning the class war. That's or, all right.
1: <laughs> that's that's all right. So what I'm saying is, yes, even negative view is positive for me.
0: So Elias, we are coming gee the time's gone so quickly we are coming to the end so <clears throat> I'm just wondering um before uh finishing are there any tips or advice um as a uh, as a seasoned uh, or or broadcaster but also I didn't give you the chance to spook your own um station 3triple z so feel free to um that's all right. comment on that as well yeah. what you're doing there but do you have any um advice for people
1: get involved involvement you 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 have a view um it it is not it is you don't hear it or you you think that it should be promoted get involved with community radio it's as simple as that Uh, Mm -hmm. things don't change because i don't know what uh uh, you know because of the air you breathe is because of actions of people in uh, community stations and community organizations get involved if you want change that's really the issue.
0: Fantastic. Thanks, Elias. Get involved if you want change. That's I think we'll do a grab of that on one right. of our promos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So thanks so much for coming to the studio today and sharing your very interesting story um, with all the interweaving between political currents and your own journey in community <laughs> that's broadcasting, right. which I think Thank is you. really interesting. Thank
1: you, Jennifer. Thank you.
0: Thanks to our listeners for tuning in to Think Again live on 3CR Community Radio today. If you want to contact us, you can email Borderlands at borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line and we do love to get feedback from you. Our programs are available by podcast and on the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. Meanwhile, please enjoy Milku Mana, I know
2: together and sit down by the fire. Man, I-